When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my stupid little show. And uh, we have so much weird crap to, to make our way through today, we have to just kind of jump into it. I mean, first off, uh, rapping with Jack was great. Had a great turnout. Met a lot of folks who dig the show. Uh, we're also, I met a lot of folks who are listening on the podcast too. And I just, so you know, we are podcasting this show, uh, uh, on the website, KTSA.com. And I guess uh, a lot of people are checking that out. So thank you very, thank you very much. And thank you very much. All the folks that came up to me and wanted a picture and to say hi and stuff that, that means everything to me. It really, really does. Uh, we stayed till about seven thirty, and then we left and, uh, got home about eight o'clock uh, and, uh, of course, there we're right in the midst of the Georgia thing with Reverend, and I use that word lightly, Reverend Warnock. Sorry, man. I'm more of a freaking Reverend than he is, okay? And I got mine for 20 bucks out of an ad in the National Enquirer 30 years ago. And Herschel Walker. Um, and it was pretty neck and neck uh, until I saw Bill Hemmer who is just magnificent on that district board. That that dude is 58 years of age, and he can really work that board, man, and, and get that information out. And uh, he started calling it uh, near the end, I think, of the Laura Ingram show that, uh, that Warnock had won by a very slim... Uh, maj- uh, very slim lead. Now, I, I, I'm just going to ask you this because I, I had the, I, this thought was the lingering thought bouncing around in my brain, and I don't know if, if you had this thought as well, but it's so, it was so close. Like, it was so close. Like, it was a little too close. <laughs> like... If if you're if you're screwing the vote somehow, uh, what's the one thing you want to do to make sure people don't think you're screwing the vote? And I know now I'm I'm kind of tripping in the conspiracy theory territory because I have no evidence for this whatsoever. But you you would want it to be close, right? So you could say, "Wow, look how freaking close it was!" Of course, that election was on the up and up. It was so stinking close. Again, I have no evidence for that whatsoever, but that was just my sense of it. Now this puts the Senate at, what, 51-50. You don't need Kamala Harris for the deciding vote anymore, and all hell's going to break loose. We'll see. Um, the uh, A couple of other, let's just run through the big chunk, chunky stories, the big chunky stories there. Uh, the Trump Organization was found guilty on 17 counts of tax fraud. Uh, this involved a guy, I think, named Weaselman. <laughs> Interesting name. Is is a Weiselberg? I'm sorry, Weaselman. <laughs> Alan Weiselberg, who was uh, a a a finance, he was the finance chief for the Trump organization, and he and several of his colleagues or people of his team. Uh, were were found guilty of uh, basically cooking the books to avoid paying taxes on free apartments, perky stuff, you know, cars or or whatever compensation packages. And there, there, and you heard this on ABC. There, apparently, and there is, and I, I read about this in several different articles that there was at least. One uh, document that uh, Trump had signed off on uh, okaying, uh, I think, an apartment for somebody uh, within the organization. Now, because the popular thinking on this thing, 
is that, well, this guy was just kind of rogue and, and he was doing this on his own and this was unbeknownst to Trump. And, and largely, I believe that's true. Mostly, I don't give a crap about this story. <laughs> How does that make you feel? I, you're all, if you're on social media, and I only do Facebook, man, that's all I can stand. But if you're on social media, you're seeing all these liberal idiots. Look, see, he's going down, man. You know, they got their little freaking emojis of Donald Trump in the orange jumpsuit. See, we told you. We told you what a criminal he was. And, uh, you know, good. I'm glad you're having a great day. But I, I, this story, I, I don't care. He's not the president anymore. Uh, he, he was an effective president. Uh, I think he had a great four years. And I think his star is kind of fading right now uh, by virtue of uh, a lot of the things he himself has said. And I know that makes me a Judas for some folks, but I don't care. Uh, they, they've been they've been they've been sifting through his organization and his background for lo these many years. Once he started showing numbers on the primary uh, stage, and they've been they wanted something to find on him, and they found something on him in Manhattan. And uh, it's a glorious day for them. And I, I don't know to what extent people care about this. I don't know what, to what extent you care about this. Do you care about this? Uh, because I'm looking at the Donald Trump I, 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 tax fraud again. It may, this Weiselberg guy, you know, he's already pled guilty, by the way, and had previously. Uh, I, I just I don't know to what extent th- this goes beyond him. And and frankly, yeah, I, I don't really. With the state of affairs in this country right now, I don't really care. We we have a president yesterday who said he's got more important things to deal with than the southern border while he's in Arizona going to a freaking semiconductor plant. You got you got bigger fish to fry than than uh, the the folks who are coming over by the hundreds of thousands into this country and whether they're bringing fentanyl with them or they're uh, engaging in human trafficking or they're just outright killing people because they know they can doesn't matter he's got he's got to go talk to these plant guys so i i, I don't we 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 are hearing buzz of uh you know Trey and i both been hearing buzz Underneath the covers there, if you will, that we are in a diesel shortage right now. Um, there are we have the crime is off the charts in the streets, and I think that's intentional. And we're going to talk about crime here in a little bit, because I guess now here in San Antonio, we're, according to some callers to Trey Show, we're beginning to see uh, these the smash and grab folks showing up in some of the, some of the neighborhoods. There, there are so many things going wrong right now on uh, in in the United States of America. I, I really don't care about Alan Weiselberg, Trump's former finance chief. I really don't. I, I, I am slightly more concerned about the Twitter thing, uh, honestly, because there we have actual evidence. If, if Trump's trying to pay less taxes, you know what? I kind of agree with his initial statement on that. That makes him smart, not stupid, okay? I'd like to pay less in taxes, all right? But, you know, we, we, we do have other situations that are going on right now in this country that are affecting every single one of us. And that's where our focus needs to be. And what we do have, uh, since Elon did what he did uh, last Friday, is we have direct knowledge now of the fact that uh, your, your government, your federal government, whether it's the FBI or the DOJ, will sure as hell uh, try to impact an election to get their guy in. And that's exactly what happened. And he had this guy at Twitter, is it James Baker? Uh, who was a former FBI guy who was involved in the FISA court nonsense with trying to get the ability, the capacity to spy on the Trump campaign and pushing this Russian collusion stuff. He leaves the federal government. He goes to work for freaking Twitter. And uh, apparently was involved uh, and came up on Elon's radar screen recently because with this this Twitter dump uh, to this journalist, Gaibi, 
this guy was behind the scenes trying to uh, edit out stuff uh, in, in the Twitter feed, and I guess Elon found out about it and fired his ass. I'm more concerned about that stuff, really. More concerned with with uh, with uh, entire agencies of the federal government that are hard at work, you know, every single stinking day to get your ass under control, and uh, and to take this country down uh, down third world lane, man. I mean, that's really the road we're on, right? You want a banana republic, and I don't care if you're offended by that term. You're about to be living in one. Trump's tax returns, I couldn't care less. I could not care less. I really don't. But, you know, uh, what do you think? 210-599-5555, Also, we have a grand jury report out of Loudoun County on this this business of covering up uh, a trans kid raping young girls in in bathroom stalls in the school district. Scott Ziegler, who was the Loudoun County superintendent, has been fired as a result of the grand jury report. Good. That's a start. But also, I got to I got to steal something from Jack Riccardi that I heard him talking about last night. And it just I was like, no. And it has to do with Shark Week. <laughs> and I. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that one for a few minutes and and get into that here in a few minutes. But uh, what's the most important thing to you right now, Warnock and and Walker? You think things are on the up and up there? Uh, Trump's uh, dude getting arrested uh, on on tax evasion. Here's uh, Chris. Chris, how you doing? Hey, Chris. How are you? You, doing? Chris. Me, Tarzan. Yeah. The, <laughs> the whole the whole point of the the case is to damage him right and uh for future presidential efforts yeah i i agree you don't think they knew that they knew this stuff prior to his announcement for uh uh that he's going to run again well what's interesting is this is all they've been able to come up with so right Anyway. Yep, I concur, man. I appreciate the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five eighty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. I don't know if you guys, James and Don, are you guys into Shark Week? You sit and watch Shark Week on Discovery when it first started. Like years ago, like thirty years ago, I, I, I feel like I could go on one of those boats. I've seen so much. I'm educated. <laughs> I'm educated on sharks. I don't know, Don. Do you watch the Shark Week on? No, I don't watch any TV anymore. So I, I don't really don't watch Shark what? Week. I, I watch very little TV at this point. What happened? Freaking news. Hallmark. <coughs> well, because a Hallmark Channel's always on. Oh, okay. and I can see a couple of sharks uh, appear on the, your, any given Hallmark Hallmark movie. But uh, we we have uh, I heard Jack talking about this yesterday, and I thought it, this has got to be a Babylon B story, but it's not. It's a Washington Post story where democracy dies in darkness, and it features a woman who was a biology professor at Allegheny College in Meadville, Pennsylvania, and she grew up watching Shark Week. Her name's Lisa Whitenack. Mm-hmm. And uh, she decided that, you know, she started, because she, she got into biology, uh, marine biology, because of Shark Week, watching Shark Week. So as an adult now, as a biology professor, she decided to start uh, s- uh, studying Shark Week. Okay. And reviewing it. This is what inspired her to do what she does. What she found is that there was nobody that looked like her on the shows. Lisa Whitenack is a white chick, okay? And uh, there's very few white chicks, I guess, on any given episode of Shark Week. Why would I? She said, uh, you know, I, I don't come from a family of scientists. I didn't see very many people that look like me on TV, meaning, I guess, chicks, white chicks. Needless to say, she still became a biology professor despite the lack of diversity that she claims exists in Shark Week. Oh, good Lord. Too many white, gu- white guys. 
are on the any given episode of Shark Week. And uh, to, to the extent, get this, that she noticed most of the commentators are named Mike. Wow. There are more Mikes. I thought Riccardi was kidding. She said there are more Mikes, dudes, white dudes named Mike than chicks on Shark Week. And this bothered her. Where there are hundreds of people of color interested who, who work in this field, and where my field is more than half women, maybe it's not an accident anymore that they're only featuring white men named Mike. And she also uh, disapproved of the negative uh, way in which sharks are described, even though a shark is a thing that swims and wants to eat you. Right. And will kill you. It's, a, it's an A-list predator. It's Jesus. barely evolved since the prehistoric era. You know why? Because it's just a big floaty eating thing that just wants to eat you. That's you know all why? it wants to do. It's not thinking about string theory. It wants to freaking eat you. Do you know why it hasn't evolved? It doesn't have to. It's it a does, shark. It doesn't have to. It's a freaking shark. It's got one simple, one simple purpose. To eat your ass. Okay, that's it. Well, I'm sure this affects people of color the most. No, you know why people of color don't, you know, seek out being shark experts? Because they don't. Go they don't want to get eaten by a freaking shark, man. <laughs> I ain't going to no damn water with no damn shark and no damn cage. You can barely get them in the Guadalupe River. You can't. They don't want to float the river. I'm, no. Now this may sound racist to you guys. It's true though. But it's freaking true. I don't go down the ocean. Uh-uh. I don't know what's in there. All my black friends <laughs> laugh at me when I tell them we go swimming in the ocean. They're like, why the hell you do that? That's how you get killed. Nobody been <laughs> killed by a shark on land. You got to get in water. They, why do you think they're all white dudes? Only white dudes are stupid enough to get into a freaking cage. Remember Richard Dreyfus and Jaws? <laughs> Only white dudes want to get into a freaking cage and get in the water with a damn shark. So all of the time she spent watching Shark Week for the last however many years to do this in-depth study. Right. This is what she came away with. Yes. Well, you know, I thought maybe there were some information that they were passing on to us that wasn't you know, 100% accurate. No. It's, she's, she's, there's too many white dudes you know, named Mike. They're all named Mike. Mike. I was that hoping, bothered you know, her for some reason. You know, they left out the fact that sharks enjoy a delicious peanut butter sandwich on a daily basis. <laughs> Didn't even, I thought, you know, something well, like that. No, it's guys named Mike. It's guys named Mike, oh, and they're God. white guys, and they're talking crap about sharks. Man. They're talking smack about sharks and talk, instead of talking positive stuff like conservation stuff, how do you adopt a freaking shark, you know? Nobody we lost would... our mind? Who wants to adopt a damn shark? Nobody. Not Quint. Look what happened to his ass. Right? Yeah, the shark ate it. <laughs> <laughs> shark ate his ass. That's what they do, sweetheart. Look, if if you had more white chicks uh, on the shows in on, on Shark Week, you know what? They'd eat your ass too. They, if your ass fell into the water, okay, and Mike managed to stay on the boat, all right, the shark's gonna go for you just like he'd go for Mike. Okay, sharks are actually, you know, they're really big into equity. They want the same outcome. They don't color what they don't care what color your skin is. They mm-hmm. will eat you. So her beefs with Discovery Channel and the people that produce these shows. Right, that's what it is. Yeah, even though it's Shark Week that inspired her to get into marine biology. Well, she should be happy with the knowledge that shark, sharks aren't racist. <laughs> sharks aren't racist. We all taste the same. We to all a shark. taste the same. But they will eat you, and that's why black dudes don't get into the ocean because uh-huh. they don't want to get eaten by a damn shark. No, that's probably why you're not you're seeing a lot of white dudes named Mike, okay, that are that are on the boats. <laughs> Poor Lisa. This Man. is her life. This is what besets her mind. This is what a woman, a white chick. And if you look at her, boy, she's a white chick, man. Lisa Whitenack. This is what besets her mind. She's single. <laughs> well, Jimmy, yeah, she I said is. love connection there with Jimmy T. She's, she's very she's, single. I don't think she's down with the brown. I don't know. <laughs> she wants a white dude named Mike. Yeah, change your name to Mike. Oh, your name's yeah. Mike. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> All right, 210-599-55. Is, is Shark Week racist? Taking your calls. Two one zero. Jack brought up they're all white sharks. They like to focus on the white sharks. That's a Jack Riccardi thing. How racist is that? Uh, oh, I should take this call. 
Let's take a call. Hey, Lee, how are you? Yeah, I just, I hate to correct you guys, but if you ever watch Sharknado, they have killed people on land. This is true. <laughs> they just got to hop on a, a rolling tornado coming by. Thanks for clearing that up, man. They'll kill your ass on, on land if they got a good tornado going. News <laughs> Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. In a minute, we'll talk about the Time Magazine's being of the year, as if any of us give a crap at this point. But, but a couple of things about Shark Week being racist. <laughs> First off, we, we had somebody calling because we, we were talking about this Washington was it Washington Examiner or Washington Post. I don't remember now. One of the Washington newspapers who was uh, interviewing a marine biology professor named, I think, Lisa Wynack, who's offended by the fact that all the guys on, on the Shark Week shows are white dudes and they all seem to be named Mike. And a caller called up and said that the reason they're all named Mike is because Mike Rowe <laughs> narrates most of these shows. So you're, you're just hearing the same Mike over and over again, sweetheart. And, and, and the reason you're seeing white guys getting into the, you know, on the shows is because black dudes don't go in the ocean and mess around with sharks. And I know you might think that's racist. I don't care. In fact, somebody just made it known to me that they think my when I do my black voice on the radio, it's 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 racist. You know, when I, I get your white ass in that cage, man, I get no damn cage, no damn meat eating sharks, human being eating sharks. You go right ahead there, Richard Dreyfus. Ah, nombre, shut up. I don't care. I do I do black voice. I do Hispanicy voice. I do gay voices. I do gay Hispanicy black voices. I do British voices because, boy, those people talk funny. So I don't care. I don't care what you think of my vocal acrobatics, as, <laughs> as the great grease man used to call them back in the day before his ass went racist. Doug Tracked, one of my heroes. My vocal acrobatics. <laughs> Time Magazine's person of the year is Volodymyr Zelensky. Who cares? Uh, I, Jack. Another thing, another story. I'm copping from Jack uh, from last night. He was uh, saying that uh, the Elon Musk was being considered. I think DeSantis was being considered, but they went with Volodymyr Zelensky, and it, the the cover is just beautiful. Hashtag Glory to Ukraine, and it's got you know this just. Looks like they used that Lenzo app to, like, you know, make him look really majestic and painted up and stuff. And he's kind of gazing off into the future towards the big E in time. And, you know, I was right there with you. I was in the hospital when, when all this stuff broke out. So I watched a lot of the coverage of the early days of the Ukraine war. And once we, it became painfully obvious that we were just sending them money and nobody knew where the hell it was going. And the dude started hanging out with Sean Penn and and selling bobbleheads. You know what I mean? At that point, I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> no, I think I think we have to we have to drop the Churchillian uh, uh, comparison here with uh, with uh, Mr. Zelensky, who is a former comedian comedian and actor, and who you know likes hanging out with dudes like Sean Penn, you know what I mean? And uh, Sean Penn gave him his Oscar because he he wanted to be a part of the of the, of the whole, you know, effort there in in Ukraine. And I I haven't given a crap about Time magazine in decades. I was at one point a subscriber uh when I was a young man uh, in my 20s and early 30s. Uh, I probably I subscribe to Time Magazine and uh, U.S. News and World Reports. I'm so stinking smart. I actually subscribed to The Economist uh, for about six years. But then I realized most of these magazines, A, were full of crap, and secondly, uh, as the pace of news picked up, they were completely irrelevant because... By the time Time Magazine comes out, you... you, you we In other words... 
we know what happens within seconds. You don't need a national news magazine. News magazines used to be the uh, the pickup from uh, newsprint. So you got your daily newspaper, right? Whatever city or town you live in, and then you, you had your three big uh, weekly news magazines that were the, the, the what they supposedly did was give you more in depth coverage of the stories you read during the week. All of it's irrelevant now. Plus, it took me, uh, I don't know, about six months into the Clinton administration to realize that Time magazine was completely full of crap. It was completely in the tank for the Democrats. Uh, So unless you have a guinea pig or some hamsters, I'm not really sure what the uh, use of uh, an edition of Time magazine is. Uh, but person of the year, I think People Magazine's sexiest man of the year probably has more relevance to people's lives than Time Freaking Magazine at this point. But it's it's Zelensky, and uh, he's he's looking real pretty on the cover there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. You know, and uh, again, after I got done with rapping with Jack and my wife and I get home, I, I'm, I'm diving into the cover into the coverage uh, out of Georgia, out of Georgia, <laughs> between quote unquote Reverend Warnock and Herschel Walker, and uh, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, because we got home about eight, uh, about eight o'clock, I guess, a little after eight, and uh, the coverage uh, was Bill Hemmer was mostly the coverage on Fox uh, through uh, Hannity and all the way through most of Laura Ingram until that race was called for Mr. Warnock, who is a scumbag. Uh, And the thing about Herschel Walker is the way the left treated that guy. Uh, I mean, you know, making fun of the way he talks. He's subliterate. I mean, they were saying some pretty nasty stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, the Fonz, Henry Winkler. It's not about party. It's about being able to form a full sentence. Padma Lakshmi, uh, tweeted, Walker is the least coherent human being to ever speak publicly. Ever. Literally less fit than my 12-year-old for any public office. Sweetheart, that wasn't a complete sentence there. You can't start a sentence just literally. You got to, yeah, anyway, never mind. He's the worst public speaker ever. These are the same people that if you, you know, if you said anything uh, or look cross-eyed in any way, shape, or form, at that uh, that dude in Pennsylvania, you were with the stroke. You were a scumbag. But see, if you're if you're black and you're conservative, Rob Reiner was going off on the guy too. If you're white and conservative, especially, you can be as racist as you want on black conservatives. In fact, if you're a black liberal, you can be as racist as you want on. Remember, Sidney Poitier used to call. Uh, Condoleezza Rice, a house slave. Could you imagine uh, Ron DeSantis uh, making fun uh, of a a black Democrat's uh, speaking ability or speech in any way, shape, or form? Do you think that'd make the news in any way, shape, or form? But when it's a black conservative, boy, he's the least coherent human being to ever speak publicly. <laughs> you know. Holy crap, man. Less fit than my 12-year-old for any public office. Remember if you criticized Obama in any stinking way, shape, or form, you were a freaking racist? But if it's Herschel Walker, oh, have at it, man. Duh. You have at it.
You can get as racist as you want, man. Padma, no offense to little hands. That must be her 12-year-old she's referring to. At least she knows what a pronoun is. Because that Herschel Walker, he's so stupid and black. <laughs> you know what's interesting? So they, they they say Herschel Walker can't speak correctly, but in the elementary school system uh, in uh, that, that we talked about yesterday in Southern California, you got a white teacher who doesn't want to teach uh, black kids proper English because that's racist. But you're not being racist by pointing out, I guess, the way Walker talks. But if you got a black kid in an elementary school classroom, an English classroom, you don't want to correct them on how they speak because then you're being stinking racist. Because only white people speak in proper English. What, what, is it, what this all boils down to is you are all so full of crap. You're, su- you're such racist crapheads, and you don't even realize it. You're, you live in your sanctimonious bubble, your sanctimonious cocoon of we're Democrats, and we're, we're here for people of color. But in actuality, you can't stand people of color. <laughs> you, you think they're all idiots. And if they if they vote wrong, yeah, then your truth comes out. Boy, that black guy really can't speak in in uh, in Georgia. Racist Karens, all of you. You're even you dudes. You liberal dudes, you're so effeminate. You're Karens too. And Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSa. Sean Rima nine till eleven. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, I'm Sean. I want to talk a little bit about this uh, grand jury uh, report in the Loudoun County, Virginia case of the student who was raping young women, young girls in the bathroom stalls while dressed like a woman himself or dressed like a girl. And then we'll talk about fat-shaming mannequins, because uh, that's something uh, that's this is another issue that we really need to take on. Mannequins are feeling f- fat-shamed out of Nike because they have fat mannequins at Nike, and we, and, and we got to handle that. But first, uh, you know, I was watching this last night. Also, uh, the, the Laura Ingram uh, spent some time on this. In, in, in between uh, Bill Hemmer's excellent uh, election coverage, uh, Scott Ziegler, who is the Loudoun County superintendent, has been fired. He was actually fired, I believe, last night while this stuff was coming out, or yesterday, Tuesday night, because uh, you, you had a, a grand jury report that came out on how he and that school district handled two sexual assaults committed by the same student who is trans. Uh, You you have one uh, young lady who was sexually assaulted in a bathroom by this boy, biological boy, wearing a skirt, raped her, actually, in the girl's bathroom. The district found out about this, uh, and instead of calling the cops, they transferred this piece of crap to another school in the district where he did the same damn thing. Raped another girl in a, in a stall. Now, I've, I've heard also that in one of these cases, the young lady, the girl being raped, was able to see that an adult came in the bathroom and, and plainly would have seen there were two people in the bathroom stall and walked out. I, I, I don't know. I can't verify that. It's alleged. The report released on Monday said the district was looking out for its own interests instead of the best interests of its students, and that school system failed at every juncture. They uh, have refused to work with the grand jury on these cases. The father of one of the uh, young girls who was raped went to a school board meeting and started talking about this. And he was dragged out by the cops. Said the district attempted to cover up his daughter's assault 
because they didn't want to. They didn't want any shade, uh, 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 you know, placed over their transgender policy, which is a depending on how you identify at any given moment, you can use whatever bathroom you want to use. And so they wanted to protect. Think about this now. Wrap your noggin around this, especially if you're a parent, especially if you're a parent of a young girl. This school district, according to the grand jury, will let a rapist go free. And in fact, uh, transferred that rapist to another alleged rapist because he's still, you know, just charged. Uh, and then transferred that kid to another school district to hide his crime so that nothing negative would befall their trans policy. In other words, their trans policy meant more to them, and these are grown-ass adults, than your daughter getting raped in a bathroom stall at her high school. Wow. And yet, the parents who are showing up and uh, are upset about this sort of thing, they're the terrorists, right? They're the domestic threat. Holy crap. According to the grand jury, uh, LCPS displayed a stunning lack of openness, transparency, and accountability, both to the public and to the special grand jury, about its response to the sexual assaults, according to the report, which also condemned the superintendent Ziegler for denying it. Denying it even happened at a June 2021 school board meeting. You've heard the audio. We played it on this show and on Where and Rima back in the day. Uh, where publicly he said he had no knowledge of these assaults. At that point, uh, there had only been one, and even though we now know that he knew, he claimed publicly he had no knowledge of it. He had said in June of 2021, the predator, transgender student, or person simply does not exist, and we we don't have any record of assaults occurring in our restrooms. He lied. Thank Jesus he's been fired. That's a good start. But just you think about that for a second now. That's a school superintendent. That's a school board and a school district that, again, aided and comforted, if you will, a rapist, a person they knew had sexually assaulted one of their other students in a bathroom. And, and sent them on their way to another district so they could protect that person. They didn't call the cops. They acted like it never happened. And all this to protect the trans policy of you can use whatever bathroom you want to use. Wow. If you're a liberal progressive, you feeling okay about this? It's okay with you? To protect trans rights? Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. I agree with everything you're saying there. And it's just, it, it, we're watching it every day, every day, more and more, the Democrat Party, all of these people involved are voting Democrat. You, you can just, you know, I bet the farm on that. And every day we're watching them get away with more and more, and that is emboldening them more and more. And it is for those reasons that I will never accept uh, uh, the election results that occurred last night. As long as Democrats are involved or right. around uh, vote counting, I will never expect it. And until there, and there should be, uh, Herschel Walker should not have conceded. He should have called for a forensic yeah. analysis of every single ballot. Because it was so close. Every single ballot, just as there should have been, and we still possibly have time today, to do a forensic analysis of the 2020 ballots if the Democrats have already uh, destroyed them and destroyed the evidence. Right. But any election from this day forward that the Democrats have anything to do with, without a full and complete double, triple forensic analysis, I won't believe the results, no. unless the conservatives. I don't think you're going to get it because he's already conceded, but I, I, I agree with you. It was a little too close, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Every, everything everything they're, they're involved in is, is, is theft, right. cheating, and lying. 
It's who they are. It's what they do. It's all they have. They have nothing more. I've been saying that for years. They're liars, cheats, and thieves. They're all one and the same, uh, and and they have nothing else. That, that's all they have. They can't I... advance their agendas or their ideologies based on truth and reality and fact and reason and common sense. So they cheat every yep. single time. I agree. I got to go, Steve. Thanks for the call, man. We'll take one more. Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? Man, I was here. I got a family member that's a school administrator. Mm-hmm. And their contempt for the non, the regular parent, just is so obvious. So I'm not surprised that this Virginia school district lying because the plebs are not worthy of the truth in their mind. They have their big, bold plan. Little things like truth and integrity don't matter because their utopian idea is so important right. that anything is justifiable in pursuit of it. Yep. So the school, dis- the school administrator lying and getting the parent thrown out, that's just par for the course. Yep, I agree. I agree, unfortunately. I, th- I, think, I thank you for the call. You know, otherwise, hey, I'm sorry your kid got raped, but uh, we're, you know, fighting the overall battle of trans rights here. And here's the thing. It, you, you trans people out there, if there's any listening, you're, you're being used too. Because this really isn't about you. And at some point, you know what? It will no longer be about you. This is about normalizing the idea that whatever the state tells you is true. If the state tells you, no, that's a a girl, even though you know biologically it's a boy, well, you better believe it. Uh, That's what's at play here. And, you know, the, the trans community, in a sense, is being, is being used and weaponized every bit as much, in a sense, as the parents are, as domestic terrorists. Now, this particular individual, uh, according to the father who was on Fox last night, they asked him, well, do you think the, this guy identifies as a girl or as a, as a boy? He says, I think he identifies as whatever he wants to on any given day. He's a predator. And they let him go. They moved him to safety. To protect a trans policy. Now, even if you're trans, I know we got a lot of stuff going on in this town right now. With a, I guess there's a trans event that was closed down because of threats. And you're hearing a lot of stuff about that. First off, I don't condone threats by anybody. Against anybody. Uh, but even if you're trans, you can't tell me you're okay with this. Are you okay? If you're trans, are you okay with this? Are you okay with letting, you know, uh, teenage girls get raped in bathrooms uh, to protect a policy over a person? Curious. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. I'm Sean. Hi. Thanks for listening to the podcast podcast is up every day thanks to my brother james trevino and i guess we're uh, getting a lot of views on the podcast or the listens on the podcast or whatever they do with a podcast so thank you that's cool uh the phone lines are open 210-599-5555 oh and, and i keep seeing people posting time magazine it's not it's not just the person of the year they got like their heroes of the year their favorite uh, uh lap dog of the year Okay, time, dear time, listen, this is your old Uncle Sean telling you this. People care more about Megan and Harry than they care about you. And people don't care about Megan and Harry. So just sit down and shut up. Um, also, we got to stop the fat shaming of mannequins because Don and James, have either of you ever seen a fat mannequin? Yes. I've, they have them now, right? Yeah, I've seen uh, for dads, like with the dad bod. They got fat dad mannequins. Yeah, so the golf shirt looks right. <laughs> Don Morgan, have you seen fat mannequins? I can't say I have, no. Well, we need to stop fat shaming fat mannequins. Mannequins have feelings, too. Some mannequins just can't stop eating plastic, okay? They're stress eating. Yeah. Some mannequins, you know, they're they're doing the mannequin trip. You know, so much that they can't get out there and walk. Not that they can walk anyway. Yeah, they got to stand there and pose all day. 
I want to put a fat mannequin on a tre- treadmill and just like watch it fall off and take a video of it. I don't know who Daniel Holmes is, but he's apparently a reality star and personal trainer. I got this from the from the from the Daily Wire, mm-hmm. and he started talk, talking smack about Nike using plus size mannequins. He said, "Those that say this is empowering are completely delusional. It's promoting early death. There is no power in that." Which obviously would make a fat mannequin feel really bad if they saw that. Mm-hmm. It's called fat shaming and body shaming. We got to stop that. And you know what? If you're ha- if you're fat and you're happy being fat, fine. But you're making a choice. Being fat is unhealthy. It's kind of like your gender. You really can't stink and get around it. If you're fat, if you have extra weight, you you are not as healthy as you would be if you didn't have that extra weight. Don Morgan, you work out and stuff. I mean, is that basically true? Or do you not want to get involved? No. (laughs) Well, geez, Louise, do I celebrate Lizzo or do I worry about her health? Which one? Well, I, I don't know. It seems like everybody's freaking confused. I think Lizzo's great, but she's going to fall over of a massive heart attack someday. I'm not wishing that on her. I know, but th- this guy says we're, we're uh, celebrating fatness with fat mannequins. Right. And we shouldn't do that. But then I get told, hey, don't be talking about Lizzo and her weight. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's contradictory. Well, Look, you know, the thing with Lizzo and her weight, that's up to Lizzo. Well, it you is. Know, I mean, it's, if she wants to, to be heavy, or, 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 that's totally up to her. I wouldn't recommend it, but that's just me. But, you know? right. <laughs> but know, if, the, it, I don't hate Lizzo if I say, fine, if that's who you want to be, mm-hmm. but you are going to have health problems as a result of it. More than likely. <laughs> Science. It's science, baby. There are plenty of facts and figures to back it all up. Figures. You said figures. That was a good one. Yeah, like thanks. fat figures. <laughs> look, look, man, I'm look, I'm a fat guy. You know, I'm not as fat as I was a year ago. Thank you, Jesus. But I, I gotta have an operation. Like we can't operate on you until you lose a certain amount of weight. So I'm you know, I'm and I've lost about seven or eight pounds over the past week. Were my doctors body shaming me? <laughs> you know, and they said, well, sure, we can do the hernia operation, but it's going to look like crap because you're so damn fat. I mean, that's in essence what they said. We only operate on people in perfect health. Well, <laughs> they got to zip me back together, so I guess right. they want the zipper to kind of match it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make sure it's going to fit. They don't want yeah. me to look like somebody who's buttoned their shirt wrong. You know what I mean? Right. So. <laughs> I gotta shave off some pounds that well, I gain. I think what they're getting to in your situation is it would the, the procedure would be more successful. Yes, if you would drop a few pounds. Right. Because exactly. You want to make sure you get the optimum effects of the surgery. But I didn't get freaking offended. Like, how dare you call, say that to me? Mm-hmm. I like my double stomach. You know, I, my double stomach is beautiful. Right. You know, I, I, I it's so it's so. You know what I can't stand about this stuff. It's so freaking contrived. It, it's just so. Con- it's not about people's health or even their self-image. All right. It's about the ego stroke of the person who gets to point their stinking finger and go, "You're body shaming," or "You're a, you know, you're this or you're that." And I think fat people are beautiful. That's how evolved I am. Now, as far as Lizzo, she just made, you know, the fat thing seems to be working for her. But, but, you know, what was her name? Rebel Wilson took a lot of hell because she lost weight. That's that when people start losing weight and then they're called out for, I guess, fat hating because they hated being fat. They got to lose weight. That's ridiculous, man. She didn't make. Triple X size jumpsuits. And so is she obligated to, you know, I mean, because she lost a lot of weight. She looks fantastic. Those fat chicks get pissed off because now she looks great. Yeah, I just said it. Oh, I guess Rebels stopped. She's done being a fat chick, and now but, she looks beautiful. But I she, hate had, her. she had a reason for that, though. She wanted to have she kids. Wanted to have children. Yes. Right. Adele famously lost a lot of weight, mm-hmm. and people gave her hell about right. that. Yeah. Because she was no longer rolling in the deep, she was rolling in the kale. <laughs> just saying. And she looks great. Wasn't rolling in the fridge anymore. He was rolling in the uh, in the low carbs. 
I'm just I'm just so sick and tired of everybody's freaking offense. I think at the end of the day, that's what I'm tired. I'm just tired of everybody being. Oh my god, I have to be worried about the feelings of fat mannequins at this point. You know what I mean? I have to be now another thing on the don't do list, or you're filled with hate. Is don't call out Nike's fat ass mannequins. I now got to be worried about not offending inanimate freaking objects. You don't think that's a little silly at this point? Hey, you mannequins, get your fat, inanimate ass on a treadmill, okay? And have somebody power it up for you. I will come at you with a chisel. I'll come at you with a chisel and do it myself. (laughs) Why did they they make it sound like society's doing this? And they should just be like, hey, the manufacturers of these. But no, they just want to put blame on everyone so everyone feels guilty. That's right. what I'd say. It's about making people you know, feel guilty. You know, call the wood shop that made these things. Also, yes. Well, also, you got that, uh, you know, the guy, the little plastic surgeon guy is about this tall that does all the billboards through town that thinks he's like the coolest guy on the, on the freaking planet. I see. He's seeing a new games. market, man. Yeah. Ooh, I could start doing surgery on mannequins, man. Kapow! <laughs> Haters be hating. <laughs> And all it would take is a putty knife. And I could get a new car. And more <laughs> more hair extensions. Oh man. Hey, dwarf guy, we can't stand you. And I and I am I'm not mocking dwarves, but the guy is about this tall. He's not an actual dwarf. But he's a sh- he's obviously a short little dude. It's got issues like being five, a short little four dude. Four at best. But you know, you know, short little dude with his he's the Napoleon thing. And he's a plastic Your wife's surgeon. taller than him. My wife is taller than my wife is taller than you, dude. Okay, and her boobs are all natural. Two one zero five nine. Come on, why do you have to bring that into the conversation? Because that's what he's all about, man. <laughs> and you oh, chicks with the no. Lenzo uh, app, we know what you're doing. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two, let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Crime is everywhere, man. Crime is bad. Let me just ask you this right off the bat before I get into this stuff. Uh, because I, I, I believe we're seeing, you know, an increase in crime in San Antonio uh we're we're now starting to and Trey took some calls on this earlier on the 550 KTSA morning news that you're you're seeing some of these smash and grab things go on here in San Antonio now because we got a wussy uh sorrow purchased uh DA who's just letting people out the mayor's pro you know defund the police You're seeing more random crime in San Antonio. You're seeing crime in areas where you didn't used to see crime. woman called up in their local CVS. I guess they had a bunch of dudes just roll in and start taking stuff, filling up bags, and they roll out. And the employees of these uh, of these places are being told, don't interact. Don't try to stop them. You got that 83-year-old guy, I can't remember where, but the Walmart that was killed. The guy hit him because he was stealing a bunch of stuff. And it's getting bad. And so how comfortable, how, how are you feeling about things? What Have you noticed a difference? Are, are you more cautious in San Antonio as far as where you go and what you do? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We got a gas station owner, and I've worked in about six of those in my during my uh, celebrity radio career. A gas station owner in Philadelphia. Neil Patel, he runs a Carco gas station at Broad and Clearfield. It's in North Philly. And he has hired these high-end security guards, a team of them who are armed with AR-15s and shotguns, and they're wearing Kevlar. So they're forcing us to hire the security, this high-level security, state-level. We are tired of this nonsense. Robbery, drug trafficking, hanging around gangs. Says his his employees and his customers are being harassed. They stole his ATM machine. His business has been routinely vandalized. 
And and by vandalized, and I, I get a photograph I'm looking at, where they just roll in and destroy the store and just take whatever they want. Uh, can you blame them? I mean, look, on Black Friday, the FBI uh, processed more background checks for people purchasing weapons than uh, the previous three years combined, I believe. People are sick of it, man. Uh, I, we got a problem here in San Antonio with people uh, being uh, attempting to pick people up in parking lots. I mean, I, my wife has grown up here. She grew up on the west side. Uh, she is never, you know, I've never been nervous about her being out and about by herself. Especially where we are now. We're on the northwest side. Our entire stinking life is on New Gilbo Road, pretty much. Whether it's the HEB or the Walmart or what have you or any other place that we need to go, it's right there in our neighborhood, which is one of the reasons why we chose this neighborhood to live in, buy a house. Got a big lots there. <laughs> but, I, you know, and I've never been nervous before, but now I know, and she doesn't go out by herself very often. And when she does, I'm, I'm, I, there's, I, I'm concerned more so than I used to be. You know, I mean, it really is getting bad. We've had a couple of drive-bys in, in uh, my local na- the neighborhood surrounding mine. So you see a car moving through the neighborhood you've never seen before. You're kind of like, hmm. But I, I, you know, as we have we say on Wear and Rhyme all the time, we get into this on a, on a, on a deeper level. But, I mean, I, I, I honestly do believe that one of the reasons you have all these DAs in place who let these people out and so they sort of know nothing bad's going to happen to them is you want – you want the crime to rise in the streets. You want people afraid to go out. You want people afraid for their uh, their safety. You 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 want uh, to increase the crime in the streets because at some point, really, what you're trying to do is disarm the 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 non criminal the, the law abiding citizens and come in heavy handed with a with a federal response. Uh, right now, they're trying to act like it's not going on at the federal level. City level, it depends on where you are uh, and who's running the city. Uh, but at some point, guarantee the things, as, as if it gets worse and worse and worse, and and, and I, I'm talking about the random, the random violence is also kind of weird. Like people walking up behind people with a baseball bat and just smacking them upside the head, setting people on fire. Uh, a bunch of people just descend on one person and beat the crap out of them for no reason. There's a part of me that somehow kind of thinks that's being orchestrated too somehow by someone. Because you want this kind of nonsense. You want high crime in the streets so you can come in at some point with a heavy-handed federal response. They've been demonizing local PDs for years as being racist and uh, you know violent and uh, whatever. But uh, why 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 what is the purpose of doing that? Is it really because cops in in certain neighborhoods are racist, or is it because at some point you want to get rid of the local PD and replace it with something other? If you line up the dots on. A game being played here where it's really ultimately at some point about federalizing police and taking control of these cities and limiting people's uh, uh, movements and taking ownership to a certain extent over local businesses. It all lines up. It really does. Disarming people, law-abiding citizens. A lot of this stuff lines up if you're looking at it through that lens. But I'm probably just a racist, you know, and I just hate people. I'm just brimming with hate, and, uh, you know, this is all just a a, a MAGA uh, conspiracy of domestic terrorists. <laughs> Two ones, what do you think? Two, how comfortable are you in, in this town? Is Are you still? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I still love San Antonio. I'm never going to leave San Antonio. I just think we're in kind of a bad chapter right now with the crime. And that's not saying this has always been an edgy city. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. 
seeing how you feel about crime in San Antonio. Here's Javier. Javier, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Uh, sorry to change the subject, but something you said earlier about Condoleezza Rice and uh, Sidney Poitier. It wasn't Sidney Poitier that made that slur against If memory serves me correctly, it was Harry Belafonte. Oh, Harry Belafonte. You're right. You're right. Yes, that is my mistake. Yeah, yeah Harry Belafonte was a very vocal uh, race activist. Yeah, uh, you're, you're my mistake. You're right. And he, he called her every name in the book, though, if I remember correctly. So, I know. It was, it was awful. Yep. Yeah. All right, I man. I to say that. Thank you. Thanks for clearing that up. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was Harry Belafonte. That's right. I don't know who I man- else I managed to piss off today. I'm not going to say who said this to me, but it might have been our sales manager last night who's like, your job is to piss people off. That's what I do here. I've pissed off fat mannequins today. I hope I've offended them. I wonder if I pissed off that little runt of a, of a plastic surgeon with his silly billboards all over town. Has there ever been a guy? Well, I'm just going to say it. I don't know the guy personally. Have you met that guy? Yes, many times. You have? At Spurs games. Yeah. And my, he's shorter than my wife? Yes, Definitely. I mean, I'm not denying denying him his success. You know, a couple of boobs and that guy's got a new car. You know, I'm just he's loaded. He's loaded, obviously. And the girls he takes to the games, man. Oh, I'm sure they're probably like nine feet taller than him. They're walking billboards. But have you ever seen a guy who obviously just had an issue with the, uh, you know, the height thing? You know, like he's he's overcompensating for the height thing. I mean, Danny DeVito embraces it. <laughs> yeah, but DeVito embraced it. This guy's <laughs> yeah, I know. like. No, this guy, yeah. He's got a little height issue there. That's all I'm saying. Just get some lifts in your shoes, dude. Dude, well, it just, you know, you're you're successful, you know, you got the hair extensions, you, you know, you got the girls, a couple of implants a month, and you're you're doing well. But he just, he just seems like he's got that short guy syndrome going on there. Don, am I being offensive? I, I'm just saying. He's a little. Well, he's not, a little not to me, but I don't mean to be short with the guy. I'm just saying that he's he's got he's got a little. I think he's got a little height issue thing going. That's all. And if he wants to come out here and look me in the eye, and he can get the step ladder through the hall, you know that's fine, and uh, we can discuss this personally. Maybe he can stand on a stack of cash. Just saying, you know. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He probably can stack stand on a stack of cash, so we can see each other eye level. Is it wrong that I have no idea who you're talking about? Well, you live in the fancy area, so you don't drive through the parts of town that James and I do. Yeah, I've not seen these billboards. The haters gonna hate billboards. No, and I'm making the money right now. You are just by talking about his tiny ass. You know, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. He just seems like he's you know he's one of those guys that you know you know get guys that are real short and they want to you know bothers them obviously. He doesn't physically look down upon people, but. When you meet him, he sort of looks down upon you. Is he kind of condescending, too? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Listen, Lollipop Guild. Okay, it's hard to look down on people when you're looking up at them. All right, pal? You did not just call the man. What the hell is wrong with you? You just called the man Lollipop Guild. Well, well, if he's an a-hole, I got all the... the, If he's condescending... Oh God! No. Listen, Willow. Okay, if you're, <laughs> you're making it if, if worse, you're, if you're a condescending dude on top of all that, I wouldn't. You know, I, I'm not going to begrudge you your damn success. All right, you can afford billboards with your own stinking face on them. All right, and if you in fact could stand on a stack of cash and look me in the eye, that's cool. You're doing well, pal. But if you're a jerk about it, oh no, no, no. Nano, no, no, I don't know. No, then we're in a whole different territory, man. <laughs> Nano, no, no. The <laughs> I'm just saying, if Bilbo's got an attitude about you know oh. how he does stuff, then you know that's a different story. If he's arrogant about it, I don't mind short guys being successful. Okay, don't get me wrong. But if short guys are successful and then on top of that they're a jerk, no, I don't do the arrogance thing. So I'm saying, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't get along with this dude. You don't think I and I get along very well? No. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not after this segment. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you go to the theater, do you get a box of runs? Oh, I'm so- no. Sorry. No. So sorry. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, man. I do. I got to see that stinking billboard every day I drive home, man. Mm. Haters got to hate. I'm going to go visit you just so I can see the billboard. You should. Well, yeah. It's not a bad billboard to look at. It's got a hot chick on it. So, I mean, I don't know if he did her implants, but I mean, you know, he's got a hot chick on the billboard there. He takes up the lower left corner Allowing of the billboard. He's, he's lower left, he, like it's very, right. like he's in the, uh, you know, he's very obviously shorter than than she. And you know, I'm just saying. Right. It's okay to have a Napoleon complex, but if you're going to be a jerk about it, that that I can't, that I can't abide. We represent the Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild. We represent the Lollipop Guild. He's doing the little moves and everything. (laughs) He's kicking his feet. Yeah, Sean was. Do your stinking implants for 40K. (laughs) So I can vacay in Rome. Oh, man. I love my job. Love it. I love saying this crap. I do. Brings me such joy. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. Again, I, uh, James kind of showed me the numbers on that, and we're getting a lot of hits on the podcast, which is cool. In, until a certain plastic surgeon hears this podcast after he's done performing a lepectomy later on today. Oh, a lepectomy. What's that? Let me know what that is. Kick your ass is what he's going to do. Oh, is he? <laughs> Well, it'd be more like a head butt. <laughs> be more like a groin butt. <laughs> a groin butt. Don't bruise my knees, buddy. All right. Haters going to hate, and I'm going to laugh. Thanks, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez. Don Morgan and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.